Godzilla, top shelf, other side what? Ready for the action, meet me on the app. Bought some killers with me, heaters on they lap. Represent my city, speaking on behalf. One time, creeping on me quickly, reaching for the What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Buttenders podcast. Of course, it is me, Jarrell, and I have my partner in crime, my road dog, Rocky. What's going on with you? What's going on, Jarrell? Cannabis every day, that's what's going on with me. You already know it. <laughs> so we do have some uh, special guests in the house. Um, Rebecca, how you doing? Hi, I'm great. How you doing? Good, good. Give us a little bit of background about you, Rebecca. <laughs> Hi. Oh, my goodness. So I've been in this industry for about five and a half years now. Um, one of the companies that I helped uh, take a leadership role with actually gave me my start. Uh, the day after I landed here, I attended my first Women Girl event, started networking. And I'm talking like printing my own business cards and just getting out there, attending conferences um, and just meeting people. And you never know where that will take you. And I've had um, about Got like a five and a half year journey between sales, events, community, um, and a lot of education since I have a healthcare background um, that brought me into this. Um, but as I was talking earlier, um, I did uh, I did discover vape pens. I had no idea that vape pens could even exist. Um, I came out to Vegas for, with friends on a trip and uh, I told myself I was going to stop here for maybe two weeks as I moved to California um, and I stayed. Um, and I absolutely nice. love it. I discovered vape pens and I never looked back. Because <laughs> nice. easy, portable, discreet. Magical. I mean, I could not believe that it existed. It makes a lot of sense if you're exposing something to temperature and pressure to get a concentrated extract. I've been using essential oils with terpenes for years in my wellness routine and in my aerial yoga practice. So I've been healing with terpenes for a while, but I didn't quite understand the connection um, between cannabis and the science behind it. And I didn't think it was possible to really take flour and turn them into just, you know, convenient, discreet cannabis pens that that really fascinated me. And it made me change my path completely. How were you using your terpenes um, before you were using like cannabis? So I use essential oils. Um, I'm also an anti-gravity fitness instructor. So I get um, to hang upside down, stretch, fly, swing. It's a big hammock that drapes. Um, so when you teach a yoga class, the, um, the experience, whether it's therapeutic stretch or that gymnastic fun, um, you know, you're building a sensory experience. So I would look at the lighting, the sound, the smell, the temperature of the room. You're really trying to create an ambiance for your students. Um, so I started diffusing essential oils for relaxation and meditation. And I started using lavender on my hands, on my wrists, and then giving people small uh, facial massages with uh, the essential oil on my hands. Um, and from there, um, I learned very quickly about linalool and lavender. And when I started studying cannabis and going to conferences, I very quickly learned that the, you know, the super critical extraction machines that you're using for your lavender and your rosemary are the same machines that are in the cannabis production facilities. Um, and it's doing this. It, some of it is literally the same brand or some of it is just similar techniques, but everything applies to it. Everything is connected. Um, and terpenes were my first uh, building block into uh, cannabis wellness and just understanding the plant. Before it was like sober or high, maybe indica sativa hybrid. I, you didn't know what you were getting before a regulated market. Um, so right. it's, uh, it's been um, it's an exciting journey to get to watch uh, the evolution of Las Vegas for the first dispensaries opening to now. That's pretty dope. Did you... Um like plan on getting to the uh, cannabis industry or is it just something that you happen to <laughs> no, stumble I into? Um, I did not even know that was going to be a true industry that I could build a career um, and really valuable connections. And I, um, I grew up coaching gymnastics. I um, competed and then I coached and then I learned from my sister that you can teach through play. So I went to um, a very specific program for undergrad and graduate school because um, as an occupational therapist, you build a sensory environment and you teach through play. Um, so I went to school for a healthcare uh, professional's career. I have a bachelor's in health science, a master's in OT, and I'm board certified. Um, I'm not currently practicing as I overlap with this industry, but I'm keeping my credentials active. Um, 
Um, and that has definitely, you know, been a very ch sharp change in what, you know, to other people, it seems like such a drastic change. But for me, it's completing the cycle of wellness. Um, but I went to school, uh, not for cannabis. I had no idea. Um, I was, I, I could have never predicted in a million years that I would end up in the legal cannabis industry. That was just not the me that I thought I was. Maybe that was like the path that was meant to be. Oh, sweet. kind of like a spiritual journey path. Yeah, definitely. I think um, my worlds were overlapping for a reason. All my uh, like careers that were turning into hobbies and small things just kept finding those connections. So eventually you have to just take a step back and look at why. And <laughs> right. take, instead of having a job, build a, build a lifestyle, build a career out of it. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, what we really wanted to focus on too, Rebecca, is that a lot of people... We, fa we interact with tons of people in our stores um, and it's, it's very sad because it makes me feel bad for people when they have to be super discreet about sex. Mm -hmm. um, you know, first of all, just the topic alone shouldn't be that, you know what I mean? Uh, discreet, you know what I'm saying? In other countries, it's super not, you know what it's I mean? It's so, so taboo to some people here. We need to burst that bubble. We need to normalize talking about it. Right? Definitely. Totally. Totally. So when they come up to us, they're really quiet. They don't really, you know, hey, what do you have for sex? You know, it's always real quiet. And like a lot of people won't even ask. No, they they do the first. I feel like they, they start off like a little lean in so they can get their whisper on. Right. <laughs> and they'll just say, hey, like, hey, what do you have to, you know, uh, they do the, you know, uh, you know, you know. Right. You know, uh, <laughs> And I, you know, I play stupid. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, no. And because I want them to say it. And I, they're just like, you know, for like sex or to, to make, get you going. <laughs> it's funny. They, they just refuse to just outright say it. And I it. come in like, let's be loud and proud about it, you know. And I understand that for a lot of people, that's not it. You know, I think your bedside manner, um, for lack of a better word, you know, in the healthcare industry, it's our bedside manner that makes people comfortable talking about it. And people, people come into the dispensaries and they're talking to you and telling you intimate things about their life, their sexual life, their healthcare, uh, you know, serious ailments that only a doctor knows. And people are coming to you asking for, you know, help. Um, and there's a whole field of sexual health. I mean, we're taught, you know, that condoms exist and we're taught about certain things in school, but we're not taught, you know, how to truly take care of our sexual wellness in school. That's never a true education. You know, we're taught like the features of our safety and what certain conditions are, but no one is celebrating wellness in that, you know, sense of education. It's such a, it's such a fine line uh, to balance, to stay respectful to all parties, but it's something that people need to talk to. So there's no shame in asking. Yeah. And that way, I feel like if you talk about it, we would know how to take care of each other. Right. The right way. And there would be no, you know, no, 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 no blurriness. Right. No It'll bring area. a little bit more normalcy. Definitely. Yeah. Situation. And I feel like it needs to be a little bit more common. But, you know, I want people to feel more comfortable with that. And so going into that, like benefit wise, why? What is the benefit with, what's the benefit, beneficial connection between, well, we know, but <laughs> what's the beneficial, uh, you know, path and connection between cannabis and sex? Yeah, you know, why infuse cannabis into your sex life is such a good question. And you think about, you know, why send, you know, cannabis anywhere in the body? You know, your body, uh, you know, a lot of us think about smoking it or eating it, maybe vaping it. Um, but there is, you know, taking tinctures, letting them melt in your mouth and absorb like a daily vitamin regimen, um, you know, other saliva-based candies versus heavy edibles that could digest it through the liver and, you know, really feel heavier, even if it's a low potency. You have bath soaks, you have patches that send cannabis through your skin to your circulation. Every channel your body can absorb through, there is likely a healthy cannabis option that can, you know, go through that channel. Um, and, you know, why your sex life? Because um, you're getting more blood flow. You're getting more oxygen to your tissue. You're getting more sensation, more moisture, more pleasure. Um, you know, a lot of people don't talk about pain, but, you know, people can experience that. And something like this can help not only with anxieties when you get stuck in your head about something, which, of course, can happen with intimate acts, uh, you know, but it's it's everything. It's making people comfortable. And for some people, it's getting blood flowing um, because, you know, circulation is needed for people to participate in activities. I think there's a lot of reasons that you can infuse cannabis into your sex life. And for people that are nervous, the, the intimacy oils, they make great massage, you know, elements. You don't have to, you know, use it right away. 
Um, there'll always be the right strain, you know, the right terpene profile to help enhance, you know, sexual function. But if you're using an intimacy product, you're sending it right to the spot. You're rubbing it right on the body part that wants help. So you don't have to send it through your body through different channels to get back to that part of your body, you can just apply it directly. Um, so I get the privilege of working with Cannabella um, and we distribute the Apothecana products in Nevada. So all over uh, Apothecana, um, you know, has their medically patented base. Um, and then they reach out to companies like ours to infuse it with distillate and release the one-to-one -one versions in the market. So we get, the, get to sell sexy time, um, which is really exciting. <laughs> um, and we get to work with you guys and a bunch of storefronts to bring cannabis to, uh, you know, the intimacy um, and, and infuse an entire, you know, sector of wellness. It's, um, it's something that um, I think can have, you know, tremendous promise um, for, you know, age related changes, um, anything from pain to pleasure. Um, it's, uh, it, I, I hear great success stories from people across different diagnoses or people who just want to enjoy it. Um, I think there are, uh, hopefully that helps, but there are so many reasons that, you know, we should be exploring, you know, and using healthy cannabis products through that channel of our body. No, absolutely. You, you mentioned the, um, like the intimacy oil. I know that's, that's one way. Are there other ways to incorporate cannabis into your, um, like your sex life? Yeah. I mean, it really, of course, it depends on the person and, you know, how they engage, you know, for sexuality. I think a topical goes a really long way. Our lubrication product also makes a really great massage oil, but you can use re regular lotions, um, whether it's CBD, THC, both. Um, it's not so much about the brand, it's the quality of the item and it's um, the viscosity of the skin. You know, you wanna look at when you're gonna apply, uh, you know, a massage lotion or oil or salve, um, how viscid it is, because some will give you slide and let minimize friction during a massage. Um, and some will just absorb and five seconds later, it's like you never applied lotion. So finding the right topic for your sex life um, can be exciting um, without having to cross, you know, extreme lines. Um, I do think having it in your body, um, when I, I flew to Washington uh, about a year and a half ago to moderate a panel on cannabis and sex with Women Grow Headquarters, um, and one of the women, I will never forget um, the way she, I mean, everyone, everyone was so impressive and true like sex experts in their field um, coming from different areas. And this woman said, hello, my name is Kim. And she whipped the table and she said, we are going to talk about sex. And we did. And I walked away learning that, you know, blunts for her are like the ultimate aphrodisiac. You know, everybody's mm. different. So you can respond really well to something or to a certain strain. And your friend can smoke the exact same thing or eat the exact same thing and have a very different experience. Everyone's an endocannabinoid system, you know, we're, we're such unique creatures um, that it's not just one standardized response. You never take like one hit of weed three times you know, over a span of six hours, like you would for the milligrams of a pill, you know, you're not taking the classic frequency and duration of a dose. So it's hard to regulate it. But really, all cannabis can influence your routine. If you get anxiety, you know, cannabis can take you out of your mindset. If you need more from the sensory experience, it can take you there. Um, it really depends on the person. Um, I love um, flour, personally, um, vape pens as well. Um, I think a low dose edible can be great. Uh, but you always want to be mindful with anything paranormal. Um, by going too high with an edible, whether it's for your sex life, for your health. Um, but really any channel that you can absorb cannabis through, I encourage you to, you know, first look at how it makes you feel and then maybe apply it to that um, sexual aspect of your life. Right. But do the homework, right? So I always tell people the best way to do that is to look up terpenes. I try to like really incorporate that as much as possible in every conversation that I have just to give a little bit of education um, before people leave, because I feel like there are certain terpenes for me that work better sex for, you know, sexual potency. Mm -hmm. And then there are some that don't, you know what I mean? Um, so, but now I look for that. And when I look for the terpene profile, if I get it accurate, I don't have to wonder if it's going to work. Yeah. Or not. And floral scents have always just been, you know, historically, they're more sensual. Um, they're more of an aphrodisiac. They're more used, uh, you know, whether it's an essential oil or, you know, uh, sprinkling rose petals, the oils from the rose petal give it, you know, that terpene um, that we're used to smoking. Um, you know, you find that in nature, too. So I think taking romance, you know. 
uh, building an experience. I think, you know, cannabis should be a part of the experience, but it's really, it's the whole sensory experience because someone has to be comfortable. If you show up but you and you have the perfect products, but you don't have the right energy in the room, you know, it, it, it can be a horrible experience. I think it's really important for people to take a step back and look at their smoking and then their smoking routine. You know, what's what do you set up around you to, you know, facilitate a more relaxing vibe and what can make you anxious? Maybe you put the phones away, uh, you know, and anything that would stress you out or pull you out of a situation, you know, maybe it's music, uh, maybe it's a really uh, romantic edible. Uh, we also do a honey and a ghee that we sell with you guys that is beautiful because you can in integrate it into, you know, healthy cooking. You can make someone, you know, uh, anything, really anything infused with cannabis if you cook it at home um, with safe dosing. And you can, you know, take some of the more sensual foods, um, honey and chocolate, um, and all of those, um, and actually infuse it, and then incorporate that into your sexual routine as well. I was just about to say, you can incorporate the honey into your, your sexual routine. Yes. Somehow. You definitely can. Be mindful <laughs> of stickiness, but yes. yes. Right. You can work with that too. Yeah. It's great for sealing blunts too. I've been doing the honey on the blunts. I found out recently that some blunts have gluten in their glue. I'm one of those gluten-free people and it's not by choice. Um, and I realized when I was smoking more of a certain kind of uh, paper wrap that I was having more of a reaction and then someone tried to teach me. So I went from smoking it to licking it to roll it and I got so sick um, and I started to do some research. Mm. So something like honey to seal a blunt instead of glue um, can go a really long way. Yeah, absolutely. I used to uh, seal my blunt <laughs> honey all the time, especially when I was first learning how to do it because they wouldn't say sealed until I used yeah. the honey. So it was always a plus uh, to utilize it. It made it a nice, uh, sweeter way of doing yeah. it. Plus, um, I always had honey <laughs> around. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? Where's the blunt glue? You know what I mean? Like, nobody just has that handy. Well, actually, I have about two of those handy. I am a bit of a collector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those. I love my cannabis accessories. Um, everything from decorated to trays to custom printed cones with classy designs on them to bongs with rose petals sticking out of the top. I collect things um, of beauty. Before cannabis um, came into my life and glass pieces came into my life, I loved the little glass figurines as a kid. So I used to try to collect some of those before I realized, look at this beautiful, beautiful bong. Um, you know, so I started to notice some of those cannabis accessories. Um, so I did. I had glues that I was excited to test and give feedback back to the companies because you would not believe how many cannabis accessory companies exist and can you know work really well with people's smoking routines um but some things you know don't need unnatural thickeners some things are not as necessary if you can find something in nature um like an organic honey um why put on some kind of chemical glue is my theory it makes you take a step back and look at what you're absorbing in your body um you know it's not just the food you're smoking something that's entering you too um so you have to be really mindful of your your routine and with intimacy products it's really important to to know exactly what's in it you know how it's tested you know ours are cruelty free they're vegan which i know is like more of a food thing to most people but your skin is your largest organ you are constantly absorbing you want you know high quality products um and something that's vegan can be easier for your body to absorb um so i think um it's really nice to see that the apothecana the intimacy item you know it doesn't have all these chemicals in it because girls don't want chemicals there it's not safe to send you know things that can facilitate a allergic reaction or just an adverse reaction so i think it's important that you have just the right ingredients you know in what you have something simple but well made um, for an intimacy product um, or for anything that enters you. So let me get on the, um, now that we know too, that those products actually exist, by the way, the display is Thank amazing. you. That was so I much fun to put together. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was a really fun brainstorm. Um, that was me and Javier um, uh, figuring out the right way to, you know, let people know. Got a shout out from the rooftops. People see a bottle and they think it's a tincture. Um, it's not a tincture. It is a very uh, beautiful, different item. So we wanted to, you know, spruce up the display, make it stand out. Um, and I, I think we did that. When was the last time you had panties oh, in your display? I was just about to say, with the panties in there, that stands out. He was the first thing they say, ooh, what's that? Y'all sell panties? I'm like, no, we sell the oil. But I'll work on the edible panties <laughs> for you. I will find a brand. <laughs> THC-infused edible Anything's panties. Anything's possible. Dream big. <laughs> Tur terpene enriched um, you laugh but uh, a lot of my friends are chefs and that is a really funny thought um, 
I was just about to say, we're going to have to go back and edit that out so nobody steals the idea. <laughs> right. right let's so this. many. The three of us are ready. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, but the, seriously, the, the panties, you know, it was all about, you know, um, taking the ele adding elegance to the conversation, too. I think there's something beautiful and sensual about lace um, and, you know, the satin and the petals and the little things we wanted to set up. But you want to facilitate a mood. And I want people to look at that display and not only be very aware that, OK, this is a product that's likely meant for sex, but feel comfortable and, and see it in a classier sexual setting, because sometimes there's a stigma around sexuality where, well, obviously, I, I, there's so many stigmas around sexuality, but I think keeping the display classy makes it a little more approachable for people. But not only that, it, it makes it a talking yeah. point and there needs to be one period. You know what I mean? <laughs> so a lot of people, honestly, a lot of people, we have seen a, um, a really big boost Thank in you. it. You know what I mean? Because people see that, you know what I mean? So it's a really eye-catching display. Thank you um, so I thought it was Brilliant for Vegas. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, I it's funny because I absolutely love sales, marketing, displays. But when you go to school for healthcare, you prepare yourself with very different specialties. Um, and uh, being able to be a creative mindset to help put something together like that, and then to hear the impact that it had is just it's so cool. I'm so grateful. That's that's really exciting to hear. Yeah, marketing is huge in cannabis. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> shout out to those. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, it, it's huge. It, when you can catch somebody's attention, that's where it's at. You know what I mean? Like, I'll give you an example, Packwoods. Anytime you see like a Packwoods display or something, people are like, what is that? And really at that point, even price takes mm -hmm. a backseat to the luxury of Vegas. You know what I mean? Like people are like, well, the, the excuse for buying is, well, we're in Vegas. And I'm like, absolutely. You know, when are you going to be in Vegas next? You know what I'm saying? People come like, here ready to spend I, I and ready to live life. People come here ready to experience things. That's why I'm surprised to hear, you know, at other dispensaries, I would imagine it would be uh, more normal for people to be apprehensive or nervous about bringing up their sex life to ask for an intimacy product. But when people walk through the doors of Planet 13, it like I imagine just, you know, happiness and tourism um, and just the ooing and aahing of Las Vegas. You know, you're coming here to celebrate life and its most extreme form and your dispensary, I think, would facilitate facilitate tourists you know coming in ready to spend on you know the ultimate experience and what's more vegas than a cannabis intimacy product i mean that's just it's really exciting i tend to see, I, I feel like there's more of the middle age to older customers that's asking or looking for those products what do you think rocky i do too i think um a lot more i people that are in the older age brackets are uh, definitely requesting it more. And for various reasons, I know, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like if you think about it, women's uh, sexual peak is right around thirties. You know what I mean? It does not go away for a while. You know what I'm saying? Where, what a burden. you know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> right. I know. And then it's like, you're, you're in Vegas. So with that inclined, people are like, we're going to, we're going to do this. You know what I mean? It's almost like a reason to do it that's that party point. city you know of the world i imagine a lot of people coming in uh, ready to explore that side of them like they'll never have it again it's <laughs> right and i think for women exactly too, even smoking the it's cannabis. like when yeah. you think about all the different age groups that can benefit from um, a product like this it's incredible because you know obviously there are hormonal shifts um, and age-related changes that are completely normal for somebody who's extremely healthy but still aging you know and all of those layers, you know, people need different support for that and a product that uh, can apply, you know, like lubrication, uh, but in a natural way, in an infused way, one to one with a CBD THC balance and with a different experience than, you know, um, like a classic joint, you know, the joint may, you know, impact your uh, your mood and your sexual function, but the topical will give you lubrication. So in that moment, you can have you can have something that you wouldn't be able to physically have um, if you took just the smoking route. Um, so I think that, you know, as people, as older women are engaging in any, these activities, you know, something like this can, you know, seriously cut down on pain. That's important. Really important. You there, there's also, you know, um, a product for, Menstruation, menstruation out there yes, too. Yes, and as you can well. actually put ours um, as well and use it for that. Um, it's 
I think it's a beautiful thing um, to be able to incorporate that into a, a female wellness routine. And I just wish that when I was going through high school and college that people let me know that these things were even possible, um, let alone the older population that will definitely get to benefit from this. Um, I think the younger population, you know, there's a lot of people go through a lot of different things at different ages just because the average population may be healthy. There are a lot of young people who could benefit from something like this if they knew that it existed. And you don't need to have an ailment to need a, this to be like your sexy fix. Something like this is right. phenomenal for people. If you're, you know, if you're experiencing pleasure, something like this can heighten your pleasure. It doesn't have to be transferring pain to pleasure. It can be enhancing sensation, blood flow, pleasure, um, you know, without there being a problem, just, you know, extra solutions. <laughs> right. And being comfortable with that. Cause even more so than not, people are not going to talk about their menstruation. You know what I mean? I have really bad cramps. You know, for someone to actually bring that up, I actually have to, like, yeah. dig in a little bit. Well, I have pain here, and I'm like, is it cramping? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, is it menstrual cramps? And I'm like, you should just suck It's hard because you, you know want to be able mean? to ask the right questions to truly help them, but you never want to spook anyone. Um, and some topics are comfortable for some and completely awkward for others. Uh, but you want to be helpful. It's funny because I walk through the door and I'm right. like, I will tell my blood tender everything. I will tell them way too much information because I want the high to go with <laughs> that exact feeling. It could be a good feeling, a bad feeling, you know, but um, whether I'm doing it for my health or my sanity, you know, I'm, you know, I'm telling the blood tender what I want from it because no matter how educated I get, I know that you guys see and experience all these strains on a, a completely different level. And, you know, the terpene combination that they recommend for my ailment, I, I think I trust more than what I would pick out for myself sometimes. So that makes you really tell your story um, to the to the bud tenders. And um, some stories are scary to talk about, but, you know, they may have come there solely to talk about it with you and then chickened out because it's that, it's that nerve wracking for some people. And you have to make them comfortable so that they can talk about it. Absolutely. Right. right. And I think that that's where that stigma starts is because it's uncomfortable, a topic regardless. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, honestly, and we want to put it out there for all the listeners, just be if you're in the cannabis, if you're in a dispensary, just be transparent because it'll be really, really easy for you. And we can help you so much further um, if you're just transparent about what you're looking for, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's good to delve in and kind of get, I'm very, very helpful with the customers. I take my time and I spend my absolute, whatever they need, I'm, I'm going to help them with that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I don't want anybody leaving without getting everything that they needed before they left because they were afraid to talk yeah. about it. I think you do everything that's within your control. It's hard because some people just don't feel uh, comfortable. They'll come in and they'll want to talk about it, um, but they need that safe space. Space that I think you, um, you especially, um, just do a beautiful job in creating that environment for people to be able to ask the questions that they're really thinking. Um, because you wouldn't believe how many people come in wondering these things and and then chicken out, or people will tell me, "Oh, it took me months to finally try it," you know, um, just because of the idea of it. Um, you know, a lot of people will delay, you know, asking about it. For way longer than you'd think just because it's an awkward topic and it's such a shame because we're here and we're ready to answer their questions about it all right right and that's why it's so helpful that you know there are other things too because it wouldn't prompt people to say hey you know do you have something for sex a lot of people are not even going to think a dispensary would to be honest so to have good displays and make people aware you know what i mean we offer we also offer these products Anytime somebody goes in the la the lotion section, I kind of am like, at this point, it's an upselling opportunity for me, mm -hmm. but I'm going to help you. It's a beneficial upsell on both of our ends because I'm probably going to end up finding out that you needed much more than what you actually came <laughs> yeah. into that aisle for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it definitely is awkward for me sometimes when a customer comes in um, looking for some kind of menstrual relief and I don't know how to explain how to use it. I, I know how to explain it, but I don't know how to explain it. So sometimes I just have to go get like a female coworker and be like, hey, can you explain this for me real quick? Because it's a little awkward for me. I'm not going to be um, explaining that. Like if she's looking for like, like an intimacy oil or want to use it for that reason, uh, I'm, that's nothing. 
But when it comes to for like the menstrual relief, I get a little. Well, the best thing you can do is acknowledge <laughs> that we don't have all the answers and ask someone who does. And some experiences are very unique to females. And I mean, I don't know how I'd feel if someone you know started speaking to me a little too confidently about the female experience when I was asking for help about something personal. Because you know, you no matter how much knowledge someone has, you want to feel like they can you know relate or that they're speaking from experience. When I ask the bud tender exactly. about the flower, they're speaking from experience. But if I asked a male bartender about how this menstruation product worked I, I don't think i would get uh you know the answer i'm looking for um and that's okay um yeah. i think it's good to be able to talk about it and to you know to find someone who has the right answers and you know connect them because no one person will have all the answers and you don't want to make someone feel more awkward by like forcing that conversation when the person next to you might be like oh i actually struggled with that too let me tell you about this and that's exactly how it goes. Like, I'll get a coworker, and she'll be like, oh, yeah, girl, look, you can do this. This is going to do this, this, that, that. And I'm just like, man. Like, I, I know that's how it goes, but I can't say Even it Even like if someone that. trained you, and, could and you and say I, it like that? I mean, if you're not speaking from experience. No, and I, yeah, and I feel like even if I tried to say it like that, she wouldn't receive it the same way as if it was from my coworker. So. Yeah, you need the exactly confidence and pizzazz, and you, well, you could you could get that across for sure, <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't <laughs> time. What I'm saying to you, Jarrell, is on the other on the flip side of that, being the female, we want to tell them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're so eager. So the minute they're like, "How do we use this?" and I'm like, "Oh my god, girl, I got you, yeah. girl, I got you." So always, um, you know. Once they feel like they the comfortability, 100%. I feel like sometimes in situations you should pass it off. You know what I mean? And yeah. Because of the fact that women feel more comfortable. I do. Honestly, I do. If I'm going to go to a store, I'm not going to be like, let me talk to that guy about, you know what I mean? These <laughs> menstrual capsules. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't work that way. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, 100%. Some things are naturalized. You can't, you can't force a conversation. And if the person asking the questions or the person answering the questions doesn't feel like they can truly connect to the topic, that's okay. Um, you know, it's, you have a whole room full of really talented people who can help each other. As long as it's not awkward to do the tag out, then, you know, why not? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, and I can't, I can't fake that funk um, when somebody's really seeking yeah. help. Like I got it. I rather, you know, I'm just gonna give him that help. I can swallow my pride. I have no, I have no issue saying, you know what, this is not my expertise. Let me slide you to somebody who can explain this a little bit better yeah. than me. I feel like that's a part of being a good buddy. Yeah, keeping well. everyone comfortable. You can keep the conversation flowing. You know, in the right direction. Um, you know, you can import import all the impart all the knowledge that you have um but at the end of the day um you know sometimes people sometimes a woman just wants to ask another woman a personal question um you know and that's that can be honored too absolutely i wanted to um uh, pick your brain about the butter you guys sell because i'm starting to sell a lot of that lately and what's um for me personally i use it as like a spread um <laughs> one day I did too much. I, I used the butter <laughs> and the honey on some toast, and it pretty much like slumped me for it's half the really day. Really good that day. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, can you can you bake with the with with the butter? Can yeah, you fry the with really it. Really special. Um, when I started working with the company, um, I was very health conscious because of my own food allergies, but I didn't really know as much about um, ghee and cooking. Um, and I was fascinated to learn that ghee is a shelf stable butter. So not only do you not have to put it, you know, in the fridge, but you just leave it sealed, you know, in the pantry and it's fine. Um, so you do not have to refrigerate it. Um, it's also a butter that can help improve your digestion. Sometimes dairy can inflame the gut for certain people, um, but this is lactose free and casein free. So it's free of additional allergens. It's great because a lot of people do a lot of the keto or the paleo diets and this fits in a little bit better with that. Um, and often we want to, you know, throw cannabis into all of our recipes and tincture bottles look like the right solution because they have the dropper. Let's just add a few magical weed drops, you know. Um, but in reality, um, you can cook out the THC very quickly. Um, if you, um, you know, reach that uh, temperature uh, when you're cooking, it, it cooks out all the weed. Um, so people may, you know, buy a, a tincture and then drizzle it on something and heat it up and then you lose the potency. Um, with ghee, you don't have that. Um, you can cook something at 400 degrees for 10 minutes 
um, without com compromising the integrity of the THC. Um, it's it's absolutely incredible to have something to infuse your daily routine with, um, and you know, wear as healthy as possible. Um, Cannabella, one of the things that just gives me so much pride is that. Um, you know, even though a lot of cannabis products, once you add the cannabis, you can't quite classify something as organic. Um, but this is coming from grass fed cows. When it comes to our honey, those are raw, those are local, those are organic. You know, the things that we make, I really stand behind. And the ghee is just a healthier piece of the diet for people. Um, because if you go if you go to the gym, are you coming back to have your medicated chocolate cake? I mean, maybe once in a while. But like, you're not going to take a huge step forward for your health and then, you know, have something full of sugar that can contribute to inflammation, whether you're doing it for wellness or you're doing it for severe, you know, health issues, sugar can contribute to that inflammatory process. And then you're, you know, taking a big step forward by integrating cannabis into your routine, but you're taking a significant step back by giving yourself an unhealthy delivery method. And with our butters, our ghee butter, our honey, you know, those are natural, healthy ways that you can infuse anything you would throw butter on. And that makes it so you can can make your omelet you can throw it people always tell me they throw a chunk in their coffee um and they really like that i do popcorn i would love to I hear do. what you guys do with the ghee butter um because i um yeah i i really think that is just a beautiful item that people don't really talk about as much but now that everyone's home cooking with um you know all the situations that are going on in america right now or really the whole world we're all home we're cooking um so why not integrate you know cannabis based cooking ingredients into your routine and be healthier Build your immunity. Yes, the masks are important, but so is your immunity. And you need vitamins, nutrients, minerals. We we do dried fruit. I mean, we do such healthy items. Um, and the ghee and the honey, I think, are the, the the cornerstone of that because it allows you to, you know, infuse your chamomile tea instead of a big sugar cookie. You know, it's it, it takes your infusion experience to another level. And the the ghee is just um, it's really it's a really cool product. I love it. It, it tastes good. It's super, super simple. Um, I use it like in mashed potatoes. How cute is that little dosing it. spoon? <laughs> I love the mix. It is. <laughs> it's great. Um, the, the honey is absolutely one of my favorites. That's awesome. The honey as well, yeah. The honey I love yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I try to keep it stocked because uh, I drink a lot of tea. <laughs> and... Um, Man, on a Sunday morning, that is... It's amazing because a lot of people want indica or sativa edibles, but it's not that simple. When you take flour and you turn it into a concentrate to get that THC to cook with, you're exposing your strain to temperature and pressure and cooking out a lot of the personality of that strain, whether you reinfuse it with some terpenes, um, you know, people do incredible uh, processes to preserve the plant, but you're still changing the personality of the plant as it goes from a flower to a concentrate. And you're usually exposing it to conditions that cook out the other features of that personality because you need to isolate the THC. And then when you digest an edible, your liver jumps in and converts that delta nine, that classic psycho psychoactive piece into hydroxy 11 in the liver. And it creates this really potent um, experience. It's a version of THC um, and it, um, it can knock you out. A sativa based flower edible by the time it's extract extracted and cooked into something. And then by the time you digest it and make it heavier, it may feel like an indica. But something like the tea, you can have a caffeinated tea that you throw your honey in or a decaf tea. You know, you can really shape your high. And there are a lot of misconceptions about edibles. Um, and I think it's so important for people to understand, like, yes, it is great to know um, what type of flower is in the edibles. And I know, you know, in the marketing world, it sells better when it is, you know, labeled indica sativa or hybrid. But in reality, there's a lot of, you know, features that determine, you know, the, the type of high you get. And for an edible, you really have to overcome to be an awakening edible. You've got to be more saliva based. Um, you have to, you know, it, it can be something like a lozenge or a sucking candy, um, you know, that's absorbed differently than the traditional, you know, cookie brownie path. Um, or it can be, you know, something like the honey where you throw it in a caffeinated item and go about your day. It's completely different. And ours is organic. It's local. And if it's local, that means that the bees are exposed to the same allergens as you, um, which is phenomenal for people. Um, and of course, it's raw. So that is antibacterial, antifungal. Um, so it's just it's just so important to have quality ingredients um, that you bring into your body for immunity right now, right now more than ever. Um, and to find a way to, you know, work your routine being infused without being super unhealthy because we're home. We have nothing but time to eat. <laughs> That's amazing.
That's amazing. And honestly, um, I feel like there are many ways to utilize uh, the ghee, uh, butter, any yeah, way you put butter in, right? So like anything, right? And not only that too, speaking of sex, edibles yes. are great <laughs> for sex. And what do you like <laughs> to have in your routine so if we keep... flip this interview around? <laughs> um, I like, uh, I do like the, the, uh, the butter part of it. I mm -hmm. definitely use in my coffee. Um, I, that's what I mainly use the ghee for. And we are, my wife and I are, mm -hmm. are super coffee people. Um, I, on the sex end mm -hmm. side of it, any edible period, really, honestly, yes. loosens people up, makes them more relaxed. You know what I mean? It's, it's definitely helped helps out a lot too like if people have you know anxiety a lot of people have i've learned that a lot of people that have anxiety have anxiety and it kind of um yeah affects their sex life and um you know this helps because yeah. it will relax for you. me i feel like vaping and flour because of the immediate gratification of it because you don't have to wait to get high um you know i really something about that i feel like can really set a mood immediately and I like the flower, um, but I do think edibles are phenomenal and edibles. I mean, if you're getting your blood flowing and improving your circulation, um, you know, edibles will get blood flowing to the right spots if you choose to take it there. Um, it's funny, though, because I always wonder about people on the opposite spectrum, like who's getting paranoid about this from having too much edibles? You know, you got to find what's right for you. It's so individualized. It's so different. Um, and it's nice to hear that people have all different techniques, uh, you know, for it that involve cannabis. For sure, for sure. And before before we let you go, I really wanted to um, just give you the opportunity to talk about like all the organizations you're working with and kind of like everything Thank you're doing you. in the I community. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, some people may know me um, from working with Women Grow. I've been hosting events to empower and connect and inspire women in the cannabis industry for about two years before Corona. Um, and Women Grow will still support me, but I've been able to build my own companies. Um, RP Collabs um, is one of those. And I work with Brie Padilla um, to do some lady-led collaborations. Um, we do everything, oh my goodness, um, from speed networking to um, panels, roundtable discussions. We build experiences, but a lot of the things that we're used to building for people are hands-on. So we've really had to pivot um, and look at, you know, uh, the, the best pieces that we want to bring into the next chapter of events and that digital event fusion. Um, so what we'll be providing, I don't want to give too much away because we're still um, in the creating zone, um, which has just been so inspiring to get back into. Um, but I, um, you know, it's a pleasure for me, um, you know, being the market leader in Las Vegas, getting to host events in the Las Vegas community with Women Grow has been the pr biggest privilege and honor. And I just, I look forward to keeping the momentum going um, and planning more events. Um, but it's so hard to, to plan these things um, because of everything that's going on in the world. Um, so I've been enjoying the other yeah. aspects of my, uh, my career and my hobby, um, which is aerial yoga. Um, a lot of you guys might know me from my aerial yoga world. Um, they do mix a bit with the cannabis industry and I've done some bud tender sessions um, and some rewards on the hammocks when I first moved out here, which was so much fun. Um, but a lot of, you know, a lot of myself is in my aerial yoga and my wellness um, and the terpenes that, you know, blend over from what we were talking about earlier. Um, so I'm an anti-gravity fitness instructor. Um, I'm trained in everything from aerial yoga, suspension fitness, aerial kids. Um, I took the anti-gravity Pilates training um, and I took the restorative training thinking maybe this class can slow me down, uh, but I'll never teach it. It'll just teach me how to slow down. But it became one of my favorite classes to teach because it was that sensory experience. Um, so my um, association with anti-gravity uh, fitness is what keeps me so happy and healthy and sane. The, the hammock is everything from gymnastics to therapy because it hugs you from every side and rocks you like a baby. Um, so that is one of the organizations and just one of the uh, careers uh, that is actually, you know, in Las Vegas, too. Um, and really all over the world, um, you know, people are practicing this. So that's a big part of um, who I am. Um, as well, um, the big piece of that um, in my wellness uh, career. Um, I'm also uh, a board certified occupational therapist, as I was talking about earlier, which means I'm restoring independence across settings. Um, for me, it's teaching through play. It's, you know, letting kids uh, and building environments to help facilitate kids interacting, gaining the sensory and for 
input from the environment so they can then interact and get their motor skills. So you're building obstacle courses and putting kids on swings, kind of like the hammock. Um, so uh, the other side of my career is um, in wellness as well, but in a very different way, um, helping make people independent again. Um, but with adults, it's different. You know, it's, you know, reaching areas of your body, transitioning from sit to stand safely, using the right ergonomics in an office so you don't give yourself carpal tunnel. Um, you know, my, uh, my training and my uh, activity analysis from OT um, has definitely impacted uh, my ability, you know, to, to teach and learn and, um, you know, help me become such a strong educator in the cannabis space. Um, so those are um, other uh, pieces of myself that I feel very passionately about, whether it's empowering women in the cannabis community um, or spreading some health and wellness and um, finding people who have chronic back pain and hanging them upside down to give them a stretch and, you know, change their life by, you know, changing their pain level. Um, you know, those are um, the other pieces um, that just keep my world going round. And I appreciate, um, I am just, I'm literally bursting at the seams, you know, with excitement for education. And because I'm only in a, you know, physically going to a few dispensaries and a lot of things have been, you know, reduced with uh, social distancing in mind, I haven't had the chance to educate. And I hope that today, um, you know, people can hear us and that we can make an impact and that people's cannabis lives and sex lives, uh, you know, can be forever changed and we can be a domino effect to keep educating all the people we come into contact with, which for you guys is so many people at Planet 13. Um, so if I helped enlighten you in any way, shape or form, um, you know, that's, that's all uh, makes everything worth it. Um, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. You've done, you've done such a great job. You've actually educated Ooh. me on this yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you you oh, absolutely you. killed it. Um, you so you yeah you you're you're a superhero. <laughs> like, you, you're doing you yeah. talking about that. <laughs> your name, your history. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, no, I appreciate it. Honestly, I'm an honor to be. Uh, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be able to speak to people. Um, and I just you know I appreciate it now more than ever. The the more disconnected we get in our society with everything going on, you know, the more I realize the need to get back together and talk about these topics and, you know, help scream from the mountaintops that these things exist and that cannabis can be used for wellness. I hope you all become the resources, you know, all the parents who would try to get you in trouble if you were trying to drink or do anything in high school, you know, now they're coming to us with questions about edibles and sleeping through the night and anti-aging products. You know, we, you know, hopefully, you know, we can take this, you know, and keep educating everybody else with what we've learned. And uh, it's just the cannabis journey is is a crazy thing. Um, and you guys as as bud tenders are the gatekeepers to all of this knowledge. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, like we do with all our guests, we have to we have to know what you've been smoking. <laughs> Today was fun. Um, I had a holiday gift from one of my best friends and business partners, Brie Padilla. Um, she makes Brie rolls. Her being Brie, she adds her own pizzazz to them and uh, made little Brie rolls that are infused with her own touches. Um, but I'm always smoking on cannabis. Okay. Um, before this, I was doing one of the mini motivators. I like those because you get uh, social distancing. You get a three pack and then you can all kind of, you know, smoke from afar and still kind of see people see people from, you know, park days and, you know, the little things that you can still do at a safe distance. I like the any cannabis minis for that because we can all experience the same strain, but, you know, not have to pass the joint because you can't just puff, puff, pass anymore right now. Um, so that's my and Those motivators <laughs> smack. They're my favorite. Yes, I also they love do. their uh, their vapes. I love their honestly. I love all their products. They really got me looking into RSO um, and things I wouldn't have normally medicated with. But I will forever be a sucker for pre rolls, anything mini. Um, and they the the way they do the infused ones, I can I can put that out midway and have multiple highs just off of one mini. And, and I have a high tolerance. That's the same thing that happened with me with the last motivator I smoked. I remember it was the, uh, I, I want to say it was a Skywalker OG. Skywalker. Yes, I smoked half of it. I, I was like, I'm high as shit. I had to put it out. When you're still laying <laughs> yes. down during smoking and totally. you know you're high, it's different when you're ready to stand up and you're like, well, but something like that, um, when you're stationary and you're still a little too high for that moment, that's how you know. Um, but it's, it's perfect. I like to combine oh, those yeah. with coffee and then just kick some serious ass that day. You know, it's my motivator Monday. Um, you know, I try to make sure I have those available to me so I can just go crush it. Um, but they, they get me motivated and I'd like to pair it with caffeine. I find that it works very synergistically um, to have the cannabis and the caffeine flowing. 
Nice. That's awesome. I use Cannavative so much that they oh, yeah. featured me on Cannavative. Um, it was hilarious because I'm like, I know I use I use your products. I use it almost every day. Honeycomb. Mm-hmm. I put it in almost all of my joints. It's phenomenal. So <laughs> every day is Cannavative That's in my amazing. house. <laughs> I'm sure they will love to hear that. <laughs> what you been smoking on, Rocky? Um, speaking of which, no lie, picked up some punch breath by Candavita. Uh, you know what? And, I, and that's not a lie, too, because I heard her say, I heard her say in passing, like, I got to get some motivators or something like that. And you end up getting one, huh? I no, You know what? I do it on my own because I'm like, I I can put as much as I want in there. And it's so convenient. Like people don't realize it when you just add it to your flower, the honeycomb. Amazing. So I do it on my own because I can go ham sandwich if I want, or I can roll it back a little bit. You know what I mean? Blunts, cones, uh, weed origami. I've seen some cross joints. I saw a turkey joint for Thanksgiving come out. I saw that turkey. I saw that turkey. Yeah, that's dope. I'm not that good, but I do roll a, a right. mean well, I look forward joint to, to smoke that with you one day when all of the Corona and everything we're all going on is in the rear view mirror. Let's smoke that. That would be glorious. Absolutely. I will be sure. No worries. Because when it does, yes, don't worry. Sounds I will wonderful. Thank you again for, sure. for having me. This was the highlight of my night. I enjoyed speaking with you guys and um, just spreading some knowledge. That was lovely. Thank you. Pleasure is all ours. So, Rebecca, if anybody wants to, if if they can, if they wanted to get a hold of you, um, let's say they hear something about Ariel Pilates, because let me tell you something, <laughs> my wife's been talking about that like nuts. So every time you say it, I'm like, oh my gosh, after this, I'm going to be like, we got to contact, contact me on Rebecca. Instagram. It's so easy. It's my first what... initial and my last name, R and then Peric, P-E-R-R-I-C-K. I'm also rp.collabs, and, and we're launching Lady-led collabs as well, so stay tuned. Um you can follow that, of course. Um, all three of those will get directly to me, but our Peric is a great one. That's my personal one. You'll see a combination of aerial yoga and cannabis meets glam. I have so much fun on that page. Um, and you can always um, get through to me as quickly. You know, an Instagram message will come through as if it's a text um, and I will always answer. That's awesome. Folks, we appreciate you listening. We always do. Um, if you need to talk to us or reach us, we're at the same at High Bud Tenders on all social media platforms. And uh, definitely, if you need to send us any messages, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram or you can go on our website, www.highbudtenders.com um, and leave us a message at the bottom of the screen. Just scroll all the way down to the bottom. We thank you all for listening. And as always, stay high, bud tenders.